This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moore and McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, 5th of September, in your Squiz today. A new PM for the UK, Europe's power struggle continues, a battle over multi-employer bargaining and Aussies making history at the US Open. This is your Squiz today, and may I say how delighted I am to be joining you on the podcast, Claire, for the first time ever. Hi, Siobhan. It's great to have you here. You've been with us for, oh, I reckon it's about 10 days. And already, I must say, I feel like I've known you for ages. It's really good to have you here. Well, I've been a squizzer for a long time, so I'm really excited to finally be joining the team. Should we get on with this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Claire, today, all eyes will be on the UK, where the British people are about to get a new PM. At around 10.30pm Aussie Eastern Time tonight, either Foreign Secretary Liz Truss or former Chancellor Rishi Sunak will be anointed as the new leader. And that comes nearly two months after Boris Johnson resigned. Yeah, it's been a fair bit of time. Uh, What has happened since Johnson resigned uh, is that the parliamentarians from the Conservative Party picked two candidates to go to a vote of the rank-and-file members. There's about 160,000 of them, and it's taken some weeks to do that. Uh, In the meantime, both Truss and Sunak have been on the campaign trail. It's always weird when you see, I reckon, given our Australian system, uh, two people from the same party campaigning so publicly against each other. Uh, But that's what's been happening. Uh, The votes closed on Friday. And as you say, we'll find out today who has won. The bookies pretty much all have trust well in front as the expected winner, as the cost of living has been the key battleground in this competition. As a fan of Margaret Thatcher, she's promised to focus on lowering taxes as the way through these tricky economic times, which really appeals to the traditional conservative values. Yeah, it does. And you're right, Siobhan, the polls there do say that it looks like Truss has won the hearts and minds of the party members from the Conservative Party. Sunak, for his part, as you say, was the treasurer, basically, which is the chancellor position uh, of the UK. He took that job in February 2020 uh, and he only resigned when he really took a stand against Johnson in July. So he's had stewardship of the economy in the UK through the pandemic And what he says is that tax cuts aren't the way to go. So he's really offering a very different kind of proposition to trust. But we'll see how it all pans out today. Whomever wins today, though, they're going to have to break with tradition and go to Balmoral in Scotland to be officially appointed as Prime Minister by the Queen on Tuesday local time. As her mobility issues have prevented her from travelling to London, Boris Johnson will be joining them to officially hand in his resignation to Her Majesty. Staying in Europe, Claire, the energy battle between Russia and the West is continuing as Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear plant has lost its last remaining link to the main power line. 
Yeah, and the United Nations nuclear watchdog says that Europe's largest plant is now relying on a reserve line, uh, and that's to continue supply of power to Ukraine's grid, but also to prevent a meltdown at that nuclear power plant. So it's still very high stakes there. Inspectors from the United Nations were there last week. Uh, They came away saying that they were worried about shelling at that plant. Uh, As we've talked about, it's an area that is under Russia control, but it's being staffed by Ukrainians. Uh, And the idea going forward is that a couple of independent experts will stay there uh, in the hope that it will reduce a risk of a catastrophe. The impacts of the invasion are being felt right across Europe. And as sanctions by Russia has vowed to keep the main gas pipeline to Germany turned off. And that's a big deal because Europe is heading into winter. But Germany has insisted that it will cope as massive energy-saving measures have been rolled out across the country to prevent a shortage. Now, last week, Claire, you and Larissa talked a lot about the Albanese government's Jobs and Skills Summit, and it's still dominating headlines today. That's because there's a lot being said about a big item that came out of the talks, and that's multi-employer bargaining. And Siobhan, it's Monday morning, so we probably need to go a bit (laughs) gently about multi-employer bargaining. But just to recap, the way things are done currently is called enterprise bargaining. Uh, That allows employers to strike deals with employees. Uh, The unions can be represented, but it's done basically workplace to workplace. Uh, What multi-employer bargaining would do would see the unions negotiate paying conditions deals for workers to cover more than one employer. It's something that the unions really want. Uh, Last week, the business group said that they were happy to consider it, but commentators are saying that's because they wanted to stay on the Albanese government's good side. Uh, As for the big employers, uh, what they've said over the weekend is that they're worried that it could actually reduce flexibility uh, and their ability to do deals in the best interests of their staff. So there's still some way to go on this. Yes, and it seems Workplace Relations Minister Tony is determined to make a start on the legislation. So I think this is just the beginning of an ongoing national industrial relations debate, so we better strap ourselves in. (laughs) Absolutely. Elsewhere in Canberra, Claire, the Department of Home Affairs has announced it will investigate the enormous amounts of user data being harvested by the video-sharing social media platform TikTok. Yeah, and it's been sparked by concerns that the Chinese government is accessing the personal information of Australians. Uh, Last month, there was quite a big report out saying that uh, basically if you have TikTok open on your phone, it's scrolling through your phone uh, or whatever device to really get information and it can track you far beyond what you might expect. Uh, So what we saw yesterday was the Home Affairs and Cyber Minister Claire O'Neill say that there will be an investigation done by that department, and that's because we need to know more about it. Yeah, Minister O'Neill says the government isn't considering a ban on the apps, but Aussies need to know more about how their data is being accessed, stored and used. There's been a lot of heavy news lately, Claire, so I know for many squizzes, the US Open has been a welcome distraction. But a lot of people were left gutted after tennis legend Serena Williams was knocked out on Saturday morning. 
Look, we have a standing established practice at the Squiz where we cheer for the Australians, but, gee, it was really hard <laughs> watching that match. It was such an incredibly good match on Saturday morning to see Isla Tomlanovic and Serena Williams really go toe-to-toe uh, in that third round of the US Open. Uh, they can both hold their heads high because they played very, very well, and it was really good to see the Aussie come out on top. Yes, and it's not just the women. For the Aussie men, Nick Kyrgios is also keeping the dream alive, having made it to the fourth round of the US Open for the first time. But he'll have a tough mountain to climb when he takes on reigning champion Russian Daniil Medvedev from 9am this morning. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. Barack Obama is halfway to achieving the ultimate title after receiving an Emmy Award on the weekend. It's called an EGOT. Claire, fill us in on how that works. <laughs> so an EGOT, you've got the initials. E is for Emmy, G is for Grammy. So Barack Obama, not only the former President of the United States, he's got two Grammys and that's because he won those with his audio book recordings of his couple of memoirs. So very accomplished. Um, the O and the T in EGOT stands for Oscar and Tony. So whether he's ever going to be in contention for an Oscar uh, or for a Tony, which is basically a theatre award. Let's wait and see. He's had a surprising career so far. You never know. He could turn his hand to anything, I think. So why not acting and singing and dancing? (laughs) Squeeze the day, Claire. What's catching your attention today? Look, it's the start of Women's Health Week, so a pretty good opportunity to go and get yourself a checkup if you've been putting that off uh, or if you've had a bit of a pause over COVID and really have a bit of a think about taking care of ourselves a bit better sometimes. Today also marks a number of celebrity birthdays, including Michael Keaton, who's turning 70, and the late Freddie Mercury, who would have been 76 today. So I think I'm going to go off and listen to some Queen classics. Yeah, good one. Happy Monday. I've had a great time joining you today for the first time and Claire and I will be back to do it all again tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month, and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at SquizKids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women, and together, honour their legacies.